welcome to another episode of Unqualifying Sessions. And we are heading back, back in time to the 70s, as we continue on our journey through a brief history of Formula One. Now, the 70s is a huge moment in history, regardless of Formula One, but we can also see huge changes and big impacts during this decade. Now, F1 in the 70s was another time of significant technological advancements. One to be highlighted is something we have seen the return of in the 2022 season. This is ground effect. First successfully seen in F1 in circa 1978 with Lotus. The ground effect involves downforce, which sucks a car close to the ground through low pressure. This also meant less reliance on external aerodynamics, meaning less drags, and you see a reduction in the impact in dirty air, which is why it has come back in 2022. Now, in 1970, a few years previous to the introduction of ground effect, we also saw the use of slick tyres by Goodyear. Another technological advancement that was seen throughout the 70s was in 1977, sorry, we're jumping a little bit all over the place here, where turbocharging was first used with the Renault RS01. The turbocharger in a very basic and quick explanation, increases the engine's overall power without actually making the size of the engine bigger. Following on with technological advancements, there were also numerous safety improvements. In 1973, we saw the safety car used for the first time at the Canadian Grand Prix. They used a Porsche 914 for this race, which is a very nice looking car, I must say. Now, despite this being the very first time a safety car was used in F1, it actually wasn't fully introduced or officially introduced to the sport until 1993. Now, in 1972, all races were actually run on circuits with safety features. This actually meant that 1972 Dutch Grand Prix was actually cancelled as the safety arrangements were not completed to the race well, in time for the members to race. Now, in 1978, we also saw the official F1 medical doctor be introduced, and this was Sid Watkins, who came in to do this role. Now, unfortunately, there was still numerous injuries and deaths occurring during Formula One, even though safety improvements were made. This included Bruce McLaren, Williamson and Price all throughout the decade, as long with many more people being injured and unfortunately dying. Now, if you watch the end of the 2021 season, which I will not dwell on for too long because it still causes a bit of a kerfuffle even now, you may have noted that a lot of hype was going on because it was the second time out of the, at the time, 71-year history, that two drivers were going into the final race of the season on equal points. Now, the first time this happened was in the 70s, and it happened in 1974. This was with Emerson Fittipaldi and Clay Regazzoni. Speaking of dramatic seasons, 
we need to talk a little bit about the 1976 season, which is known for being dramatic and controversial. This is the iconic fight between Nikki Lauda and James Hunt. And I would recommend watching the film Rush because the film predominantly revolves around this particular season. Now, the season was won by one point by James Hunt. Now, it was controversial and uh, iconic and dramatic for numerous reasons. This was due to disqualifications and decisions being overturned. It all was a bit of, of a fiasco, if I do say so myself. I say it like I was there. I wasn't there. I wasn't alive in 1976. But from what I can read and what I can tell, a huge fiasco. This is also the year that Lauda had his huge crash at the German Grand Prix, where his car burst into flames, leaving him with burns and severe injuries. Now, amazingly, Nicky Lauda would go on to race in just six weeks after this horrific crash at the Italian Grand Prix, which just shows his fighting spirit. I think we can all agree. Now, let's get into some F1 facts of what happened over the decade and also the winners over the years. Now, in 1973, we saw the first formalised use of the numbering system. In 1974, the numbers were assigned based on the finishing position in the 1973 season. After this, the numbers didn't change unless you won the championship, which meant you would use one for your car. And I mean, I think there was um, an explanation of this, and I can't remember which team. If I remember, I will pop it in the description and slash bio. But basically, from they kept the same numbers for like 20 years. It was absolutely crazy. Anyway, another interesting fact, number two, number two on the list, the maximum race distance for the World Championship Grand Prix races was actually reduced from 400 kilometres to 325 kilometres in 1971. Ferrari, point number three, Ferrari had their last driver's title in 1979. And this wouldn't happen, well, they wouldn't win a driver's title until Michael Schumacher in 2000. Fact four, in 1973, it was introduced that cars had to complete a warm-up lap before the race. Fact 5, 1972 was the first time that Lotus actually had its iconic black and gold livery. The team was sponsored by Imperial Tobacco's John Player special brand, and the car is often referred to as JPS during this time. Now, fact 6 is to do with FOCA, or FOCA, or Formula One Constructors Association, which was formed by maybe some prominent names throughout Formula One. It was formed by Bernie Eccleston with Frank Williams, Colin Chapman, Teddy Mayer, Ken Tyrrell and Max Mosley in 1974. Fact seven, following on, from this fact. In 1978, there was the famous coup where Eccleston basically secured the right for the Formula One Constructors Association to negotiate television contracts for the Grand Prix. Now, 
throughout the history of Formula One, the Grand Prix have been televised. But obviously at this point is when there was a little bit of a discussion about, well, a coup, about where this should all lead and negotiating all the television contracts. It's actually quite an interesting read. So um, if I will leave, if I, I will leave some of the um, sources articles that I found about this it's really interesting definitely go and have a read if you want to know a little bit more a kind of about that and I suppose a little bit more about Eccleston's kind of rise to power in Formula One maybe I should do a whole kind of episode on that even though I, I think Bernie Eccleston is a bit of a strange character but it's an interesting story to say the least Controversial as well, a little bit, I suppose. And then in 1979, following on from this television negotiation, the BBC actually ended up having exclusive rights to broadcasting Formula One in the United Kingdom. I think that's quite an interesting fact too. Anyway, let's talk about winners, championship winners. So our first winner in 1970 is Rint. Now, this is actually kind of a sad one um, as this is actually the only Formula One driver to win a championship posthumously. Um, unfortunately, Rint died during the season. However, he actually won the championship, obviously based on the amount of points that he had. This happened in 1970. So again, it's kind of reiterating that even though each kind of decade and each year, you know, there is safety improvements. Again, it's kind of showing that. Unfortunately, Formula One is a very dangerous sport. And, you know, the safety precautions that we have now, you know, if we look at the 70s, it, they look archaic um, in comparison. So it's actually very, very kind of sad win that, you know, he won it. But by the time the season was concluded, he unfortunately had her passed away. In 1971, Jackie Stewart won again. In 1972, we have Emerson Fittipaldi, who became the youngest Formula One champion, which he held for 33 years. Um, he was 25 when he won the championship in 1972. In 1973, Jackie Stewart won again. And 1974, Fittipaldi again took another championship in 1975 Nicky Lauda and then 1976 as we mentioned James Hunt won by one point but by 1977 Nicky Lauda came back and won the championship in 77 in 78 Mario Andretti another very famous name within Formula 1 and the motorsport world he won this in 1978 and is the last American F1 driver to win a champion as of today. Will we see one in the future? Quite possibly. But so far, it's the last American Formula 1 driver to win a championship. And in 1979, we have Jody Schechter. This is the actually the only African driver to win a championship so far. 
So that was kind of a whistle-stop tour of the 70s. Like I said, I'm kind of just pulling out important or interesting facts about the 70s because as each decade goes on, more and more stuff happens that there's just so much. Like there's just so much to be included that we literally be sat here for years talking about each season that happens in a decade so I'm just pulling out some interesting and important facts so you kind of have a bit of an idea of what happened during that time and the people that was around and you can kind of use that and if you want to know a little bit more um you can what I will do but I'll probably save this towards the end of the season um or after season's ended is maybe go through certain races or certain seasons which I think are kind of historic and important of Formula One so that when you know we have our winter break we have a little bit of something to to go over and have a look at but anyway thank you for joining me over this brief rundown of the 70s I hope you learned something I hope you've got your notepad writing down all of your world champions and what year they are in so you could be like Sebastian Vettel in that Grill the Good episode I think I've mentioned that but that's that's a reason to listen to this alone isn't it really so you could be a bit more like Sebastian Vettel can't be a bad thing he's a full-time world champion anyway thank you so much for listening thank you for all of your support it means a lot um I'm currently, when you're hearing this, I will currently be away. So there might not be an episode next week because I am away. But again, thank you for all your support. I will come back with a probably an epic rundown of everything that's happened since I've been away. But until then, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And I will see you in the next one. Bye.